Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. I do videos about stories and I say, I will update you if something happens. And Haran sent me a note and said, Steve, there's an update on a story you did and I think you missed the update. And I did and I apologize because the update actually happened in May to a story I did back in January. But I told you the story about a brother and a sister, I believe it was, who lived near a park in Cleveland. And they believed there's a big tree on their property, which they sold. And after the tree got chopped down and hauled away, and they said the tree was in the park. It was a park tree. And the brother and sister said, no, 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 no. The tree is on our property, and that property line is not in dispute. Well, there's an update to this. So two plead guilty to cutting and selling 200-year-old tree from Cleveland Metro Parks. And uh, Jen Steer wrote this for WJW. A brother and sister pleaded guilty to cutting down and selling an over 200-year-old black walnut tree from the Cleveland Metro Park's Mill Stream Run Reservation. If those of you who are curious, the word run in this context means a stream. And so stream run, of course, is redundant. I'm simply pointing that out because I know where there's several similarly named water bodies in Michigan, including one along I-75. So... Cleveland Metro Park's Mill Stream Run Reservation. So the man was 57, his sister was 54, sentenced to six months in the county jail. But that was suspended, but they're ordered to pay $20,000 in restitution for one count of theft. Theft. The forests of our emerald necklace are to be conserved for generations, says Jennifer Greiser, Cleveland Metro Park's Director of Natural Resources, in a news release. While this more than 200-year-old tree cannot be replaced, thanks to the county prosecutor's office, the restitution from the case will support the tree plantings for the future. So you, you can't really go out and find another 200-year-old black walnut tree and bring it in and put it there. And besides it, to do that, you're taking it from someplace else. So they're going to take the money and, and plant more trees. They always tell you the best time to plant a tree is 100 years ago. Second best time, today. It's an old saying. Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office said the brother and sister hired a company to cut down the tree, which is seven feet from the property line that they own. So it's seven feet off. Uh, Meanwhile, the brother uh, assured the company the tree was on his property and not the park's. And so then after the tree was chopped down, they sold the wood for $2,000. They sold it for $2,000. Now, the Cleveland Metro Parks police found the scene back in September. There's also damage to nearby uh, things around where the tree was, including recently planted saplings. So taking this tree down caused damage to other trees nearby. The estimated damage was worth more than $128,000. So they're not paying for all the damage that they tallied up here at $128,000, but they are going to pay... $20,000 in restitution. And some people say, Steve, what happens if they don't pay? Well, one thing that could happen is they could go to jail because they were sentenced to six months in jail. That was suspended. But the question is, if they get hauled into court on a show cause, whatever they call it in Ohio, to explain why they haven't paid this money back, uh, a judge might say, well, you know something, if you can't pay the restitution, we may have to adjust your your sentence a little bit, and maybe have you spent some time in the pokey, as they say. Now, 
<laughs> I'm going to tell you that the issue really arose because this family owned this house and this property for a long period of time. And there was no bright dotted line showing where the property line was. But it is incumbent upon you, if you're going to start chopping down trees along your property line, if there's any question about it, you got to find out what your property line is. That, that is your job. And so for you to say, well, my family always thought that was our tree, because apparently I think that's what they said, something to that effect that they'd always believed to be on their property. Although there's also some debate about exactly what they knew. Uh, but it does say, according to the report, the brother initially told police officers that his sister was the one who did it, but he did believe that the tree was on their property. So there's some debate about finger pointing and so on. But one of the things that I did point out, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the previous video, is that under Michigan law, and again, I'm not saying this applies to this case because this case took place in Ohio, but a lot of states have got laws on the books about this because this is a problem, as you can imagine, that crops up from time to time. Let's suppose you own a piece of property out in the middle of nowhere. You bought a piece of property. There's no house on it, no cabin on it. There's just a piece of property with a bunch of trees on it. And somebody comes by and goes, huh, look at those trees. I don't see anybody around. No one will miss it. And they start chopping down trees and they haul them off. So Michigan passed a law, uh, it's MCL 629.19, that says specifically that if you chop down someone else's timber, you are liable for three times the damage the value, whatever it might be, however you want to value the damages. So if it's simply the cost of the lumber, like you took the lumber and you sold it for five grand, you can be sued for 15. But if you want to look at it the other way and say it's going to cost us $10,000 to replace those trees, well, you're on the hook for 30, treble damages. And that is punitive on purpose. They want to discourage such behavior. So if you're going to go out and chop down a tree, make sure either that you own the tree so that you have permission to chop it down or... Or the person who does own the tree is giving you permission. So supposedly, according to one of these stories, and I saw a couple of them on this situation down in Ohio with a black walnut tree. The tree cutter shows up and recognizes there's a house with a family living in it. And there is a park. And there's this big, big tree. And the question, of course, would occur to anybody. Is it in the park or is it in the yard? There's no bright dotted line. And the guy goes, are you sure this is on your property? And the guy goes, yeah, it is. Or, or the sister did. Depends on who you asked and when. And now I am a little bit bothered by the fact that the guy who cut the tree down didn't confirm that. But it was seven feet off. And I don't know exactly what that area looked like. It might very well look like the yard goes to here and the park probably begins here. But it might look that way because the people here are mowing the lawn over onto the park side. Who knows? Who knows? I have heard stories before, though, of people who were staying on property, made the phone call, and the lumber company shows up and they go, yeah, I live here. You can remove all this lumber and pay me for it. person didn't actually own the property. They just did that. So the statute in Michigan, MCL 629.19, also says that if the person who cuts down the lumber has a good faith belief that they had the right to do so and can convince a jury or a court of that, then they're only on the hook for one-time damages, the actual damages. 
So let's suppose that someone's got a good faith belief that they have the right to chop these trees down and chopping down those trees causes $10,000 in damages. Well, with the good faith belief, they can argue and say we're only liable for the $10,000, not the $30,000, which would be the trebling of the damages. And I've also had some people ask me this, and I understand there are many people in my audience who live in America. Many people in my audience also live in other countries. Now, we share common languages to some degree with Canada, England, and so on. But I also have some people in my audience from other countries where English is their second language. And I salute you. If you can understand what I am saying and English is not your primary language, I congratulate you because I talk way too fast. But there's the word treble, T-R-E-B-L-E, treble. And many people assume I'm mispronouncing the word triple. But the two words, obviously, both relate to the number three. Okay, so a triple in baseball, a guy hits the ball, rounds first, rounds second, makes it the third safely. That's a triple, a triple. Likewise, there's men on first and second in baseball, and I line drive it to second, and the runners break. Second baseman catches the ball, one out, steps on second, two outs, and I throw it to first before that runner tags up, three outs, triple play, triple play, Okay. But the word treble specifically means when you take something and multiply it by three. Quite often in the context, I use it because a lot of statutes say if someone does something bad, you fine them. If they do something really bad, you treble it. Make it three times larger. And that is intended to be punitive in nature. So that if you are a tree cutter in Michigan and you go out and cut down trees, you should know this law exists and understand that if you screw up, you might be on the hook for the damage you cause. And if you screw up really badly, you might be liable for three times the damage you cause. So I'm just letting you know that I'm the lawyer here. I'm simply telling you what the law is. Uh, I didn't pass that law, and I have no opinion on whether it's a good law or not. But quite frankly, if someone came onto my property and started chopping down trees, I'd be glad that law is there so I can go after them and do what I can. So there you go. Thank you for the update, Haran. That is, of course, from WJW and Jen Steer wrote it. Two plead guilty to cutting and selling a 200-year-old tree from Cleveland Metro Parks. It's an update. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Guess what? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell.